2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word? Uh, the show is about uh, and I want to people to succeed in their careers. My name is Shoval John, and thank you for joining me tonight. I really had the honor of uh, Peter Brand, and who, uh, who is a restaurant and hospital marketing specialist and serial entrepreneur. She is passionate about food health, politics, education, and community about various related topic she also hosts a show called which is the show to inspire a little now I had the opportunity to chat with miss um, Q the brand uh here on blab uh, recently really uh, platform recorded this and just to let you guys know before you' done I am a broadcast I from the flying Center here in downtown Houston so that's why you're hearing a lot of background noise. National, the National Championship game here uh, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, which uh, which ironically uh, Q is located in Phoenix, Arizona. So without further ado, here is the interview with Q DeBrand. Q DeBrand, uh, welcome to the show. Hi,
0: thank you so much.
2: Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on the show. Really honored. Um, let's uh, do a little icebreaker. Um, like, first of all, who is your favorite sports team and why?
0: I used to be a huge basketball fan, um, and I'm from L.A., so I was a really, really big, um, L.A. Lakers fan, um, when I would watch basketball, but I have been a closet Lakers fan for the last, um... 18 years living in Phoenix. I've had to, you know, keep that quiet. So I'm um, <laughs> now put it out to the world that I live in Phoenix and uh, I am a Lakers
2: fan. All right. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll forgive you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no kidding. But I will forgive you. I mean, because I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm a, I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. But and don't hate me for saying this, but. I don't like the Lakers, but I understand why they're great, you know, because they have big well, because they have that uh it's like they have that positive mindset of, you know, you know winning a championship almost every year and I think that's that's the biggest difference that is separating them from those that have not achieved greatness. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but but like, how does how does the how does the, the Lakers compare to what you do as you know a marketing specialist?
0: What do you mean?
2: Like you know, like how they have the championship mindset. How does that like help you and your in your business and in, in having that mindset to succeed?
0: Okay, so um, you know, I I my drive, um, my eagerness to succeed actually comes from um, you know, a, a childhood experience, a bad childhood experience. So I, I've always been very driven to um, to succeed, in the sense of you know I I am the only thing I have. So um, if I don't succeed, I'm it's because of me. If I do succeed, it's because of me. Um, I, you know, me. There are no other options. So you know, I just seem to always make an impact um making an impact is extremely important to me, my business. So um yeah, yeah, that definitely is a reason why I'm, you know, driven to succeed. All
2: right. Now now of course uh, you do you uh you are like you like you do like a lot of uh you know marketing uh, consultancy like specialists for you know the, hospital, the hospitality industry. How how did you get into that?
0: You know, I actually am a chef and nutritionist, so a la cordon blue trained chef and that happened um because I was in the mortgage industry, and when it was you know, everything was coming crashing down, I was like, "I need to get out of this industry I need to find something else." So I found food and um you know I was like, this is you know, calming this is great So I went and I became a chef, and i Created a food blog shortly after um, graduating, and so I um, that food blog, you know, got got quite a few views, and and I became a restaurant critic as well. Um, So my my social following grew exponentially, Um, and then I actually had a restaurant, my first restaurant in October of 2010, come to me and say, "You do such a great job of managing your own social media." And having multiple personalities, would you actually consider handling ours? And I'm like, I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but absolutely. <laughs> um, oh wow! So I've had um, I've had over a hundred clients, like purely word of mouth, um, in, in several different verticals, not just hospitality, but um, definitely for you know making an impact through social. Well,
2: wow. so, so that shows that shows like you know you. You, your passion and drive to succeed, especially like you know, creating the quality, a quality, product in the food industry, led you to you know gain that success. Why do you think uh, you know not so many people are not you know driven to succeed to fulfill their their calling in their lives? I
0: mean, there are several reasons. It could be due um, to a lack of motivation, um, you know, laziness um fear. Um so and that fear could be like a fear of failure. So why start? You know, the laziness is like that's definitely too much work and and I'm okay with where I'm at right now. Um, and, and lack of lack of motivation from outside sources. So if if you're not surrounding yourself or you don't have a mentor or you don't have someone who's pushing you to be a better person, then um that's definitely a reason why you're not
2: uh, that's that's really inter- that's cool so so what so what uh so what led you to uh come up with the name to the brand which i know it's uh from your real name uh, uh monique uh which i saw the cue. so what was what you to go with it um what
0: how did i get to it
2: yeah, what made you decide to just go with the name, cuter brand, to distinguish yourself from others? Uh,
0: okay, so honestly, I, um in 2004, or no, 2005, I, I went to work for Countrywide Home Loans, and I was sitting in the office with another production assistant, it was just him and I, and all of a sudden he yelled, cue, And he he's like, like well, What are you talking about? He says, That's your nickname.
1: I'm like,
0: Okay, right. So I never did anything with it, until I was back in culinary school like i i left um you know I left the mortgage business in two thousand six um because of some because of the federal government, which is another story but um so when I went to culinary school, there were like students around me, and every day we had to measure um you know, or not measure, we actually had to label every single pot or pan or bowl or whatever that we were using and writing Monique like so many times it was just it was too much. So I started writing Q on everything. I was sure that no one else would you know have a Q on their labels. Um and then I graduated and we came to the chef and the Q model just started kind of you know going you know, and, um, my fans, if you will, came up with the term Q approve, and I actually have another company called Q approve. They, they're like, this is a term. You know, is, is that Q approve is it a joke? And I think I really to like the a business <laughs> from that. And I had Q social as a, as a social company because that's what I did. But it turns out there is actually another national company. Um, you know, another another national company that has that name. So um, you know, I created cue the brand, which has a couple meanings. Which is you know, cue the brand, which is myself, or cue up the brand, as in
1: let's see what brand is
0: next, kind of thing. So it has it has multiple meanings, but it's definitely like whatever I could. Do. All right.
2: Now, uh, for those that that's watching this and who will be listening to this uh, podcast uh, yeah. later on. Uh, I have a question here from uh, Micah uh, Diener. He says, uh, "Different people have different views of success. What is your view of success?"
0: My view of success is um, doing something that I actually want to do and I and I care to do that um, you know, I set out to do, and I did it with um, with honesty, or um, I did it with um, without. Having to um i
1: don't
0: want to say the word sacrifice, but um you know basically going after your goal um and achieving it without taking uh, a hold of, you know, your morals, your ethics, that sort of thing. Um, and I bring that up because there have been some, up, you know, some situations where, you know, I've worked with other people who have said, you know, no, this is what success looks like. And I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. you know, if you're challenging my character, my morals or something like that, that's definitely not, you know, success. Um, but yeah, like, some you know, achieving a goal of sort and, um I feel like something that progresses me or my business. So me as a person on my business would be considered
1: Because everything
0: is like a learning experience. So um, if we're not making any changes, then I, I wouldn't. See
1: it anything for the it. Uh,
2: that's really a great answer there. Now, and uh, of course, you know you were one of the organizers for the mass- the Social Media Day Phoenix, which. Which is a global, event, which was part of the global event uh, by Mashable.
0: Mm-hmm. Can
2: you share with us, uh, you know, what was that? What was the process in putting, putting together that event? You know, there was um, so
0: that that event, it um, being worldwide, has been going on since 2010, and in 2010, someone actually had it. And then it was handed over to a gal named Desiree who had it for 2011 until 2013. And then she moved to Texas with her husband and was like, hey, I, I think that you could do something great with me. So, um, I literally was like, I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do what I do best. You know, she didn't even have the URL SMDCHX reserved or anything. She just handed me a Facebook page and a Twitter account. And um, you know, there's no money in the bank for this event. It's you know, it's always been free. So she's like, just do something with it. So um you know, uh, within four hours of owning the event, if you will, um I had about like thirty thousand dollars worth of um in kind sponsorships already put together. Um through my connections, my local connections. So, you know, two thousand fourteen we tried it out, we did like an evening Saturday night. Happy hour, um and had some great, great um you know, exposure there. We we had like 2.8 million people um, as as our reach. Um and then this last year or this year I should say we actually went all the way up to um eleven million over the course of several days of
1: So we and it actually a full day
0: then, uh, this year to last year.
1: That is awesome. So so what? Uh, so in so in a lot
2: of ways, you know, you you just went with it. It it seems as if like you know, for many of us who might who might uh, not have the experience to like say run a business, you know per se. You know, what would you like? What would you say to us if we if we are like just starting out in you know like a different different career path, like transitioning to a different career like you know from, from what we originally uh was trained to do like saying like if we're a journalist and we're transitioning into say like a public relations professional per se. Um I'm sorry what was the question like
0: like
2: how like how would you like how would you like you know transition like how would we like have that mindset transition from you know even if we don't have the experience to do the okay. work in a different field like Public relations, like what, like how would what what advice would you give to us since you since you just like you know did did well taking uh events the social the social media thing into what it is today?
0: Okay, well you know I have done the work to um. The personal work like i know exactly who i am i know exactly what my value is what i have to offer others um you know what i need i, I know all of that and, and in return i also have um you know done the work in terms of you know, creating so many relationships and connections like i don't i mean i've just been doing that and you know as i said um i actually was able within four hours to pretty much organize almost the entire event because of the connections that I've made. So, you know, connections, first and foremost, are, like, one of the most important things. Uh, You can't take advantage of them, um, but you never know when you're going to need them. Uh, and, And if you can't use them to help you put the event together or something like that, then at least they can be a resource. Like, if I was your connection and, you know, you're like, I have no idea how to plan this event. Like, let's work together. Um, because of uh my um, what I've done with social media day, like I've had opportunities um to plan more events, which is so funny because um i'm I never said I was an event planner, but I've actually been pushed into that into that market <laughs> so um, I will say that you know if you don't know how to do something, please please delegate. Because, or, or, you know, give it to someone who's a professional because if this is your event and has your name on it and you're welcoming the masses, you don't want it to be um, a trainer because your name is on it. So you want to make sure that you are properly, um, your exposure is, is appropriate. All right.
2: Definitely. All right. Now we're going to switch gears a bit to uh, to you, which you host the show uh, cu- here on Blab called Marketing Therapy, yes. and I can and I can vouch for everyone that's uh, listening to this and watching this that it is a great show. Uh, can you share with us uh, what led you to to just go out and not you know to be on on this live streaming platform called Blab and also doing live, a live show
1: too? Well,
0: as a social marketer and an influencer, um, you know I wasn't for a long time. Um, I was so busy with my clients. Brands that I, you know, haven't taken the time to take care of my brand. Which, you know, this is how I got here. This is how I got all these clients because I was doing things for my brand. So I said, you know, I need to go back to where I started. I need to start curating content. Um, you know, my my audience is, is, uh, um, it, you know, is social marketers. My my audience is, is very much a particular, um, a particular audience, but.
1: Most people in Phoenix or in
0: Arizona know that I manage social media but elsewhere. Nobody really knows what I do. They think it has to do with food. Um and so I'm like I need to spend time, you know, now making a name for myself in this space because no one really knows what I do. Um and, and so I you know, I saw Meerkat, I saw Periscope and my issues with those platforms are that like I don't talk to myself. I I feel better with like human interaction, so since I don't talk to myself, I literally just can't be on those platforms. I I I just I probably look horrified when I'm on there. Um, I'm I'm trying to get better, um, because I know that there's a certain audience on Periscope and and Meerkat. Um, but the reason why like I love Blab are, are the reasons are abundant. Um because of the people connection i've made some great people like yourself um and it is a platform that allows me to um to reach others in in a way that you couldn't unless you were you know like one-on-one or you know you're um doing skype but then how do you meet these people to get the opportunity to speak to them you know so blab is really that platform now um I observed for a long time I had never done a show because like I said I wasn't taking care of my brand isn't it it wasn't, it wasn't something I was like ready for so I observed for a good amount of time and then um, October 28th and 9th I actually decided to launch marketing therapy and um, most of my marketing therapy topics or reasons for creating it were purely that in my in my business and in my role I see so many business owners like people in general who are even professional communicators who are the worst communicators in the world I'm like this is awful this is why either marketing doesn't work or that's why conflict happen and so I can't tell people to mind their P's and cues but what I can do is remind people of the fundamentals of relationship building or the fundamentals of communication um, I want to change behavior because like you know all of that you know, this brand over this brand. You can buy this product over that. That's all like behavioral changes. People don't realize this, you know, it's that. Um. So that's why the tagline of marketing therapy is inspire real and
1: effective.
2: And that's that's great. Now, now what? Why do you think uh, entrepreneurs or any or college students or employees of a large corporation, per se, should do live streaming?
0: Um, I you know I don't think it's for everyone. I think it's a great um I think it's a great place to learn about um, yourself. Um, but you have to rem- like remember that you're on stage every single time that you flip that camera on and you turn the mic on. Like you're on stage and you're representing you. I mean, really, no matter where you are, you're representing. You. So. If you're not ready to answer the questions or, um, you know, to speak on to things, like, don't, don't turn it on. Like, live streaming is just not for you. But, again, you have to know your value, your words, and what you have to offer others and what your mission is. is what, you know, what are you trying to get out of, um, you know, actually live streaming? Like, it's the why. I mean, people just jump on social platforms, but they never answer the question like, why am I here? What is the goal of why I'm on three hundred You know, it's just a lot of a lot of work. So, um, you know, I, I would I would say the biggest thing is making sure that um, you are in fact ready. All
1: right.
2: Now uh did now uh, now did you uh did you uh, had face any like adversity in running a business per se? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like mental challenges, like saying, like, you know, like facing doubts, or, you know, and I never thought that it might, being a business owner might not work. And if so, how did you overcome that?
0: Um, you know, it, it's really interesting that you ask because there are several um, adversities that I've had to go through, um, especially in certain areas of Arizona. So, um, you know, Phoenix itself is, is really progressive. You know, we have a lot of young entrepreneurs and millennials doing work. Um, but in certain areas like Scottsdale, you get a lot of the
1: folks who are,
0: you know are retired here, or they you know they open up their businesses here, and you know that city really is the reason like their pocketbook is the reason why you're able to drive down XYZ like, Street and you know so they feel like they have such ownership over the area. Um and so they feel like they've gone through, you know, all of the trials and tribulations of being a business owner and they're successful and now here's this young person that's trying to um, make an impact or or what they see as change in that area and they get very defensive. So, you know, number one, you know, doing business with a woman is still a problem that, um, that does exist, unfortunately. I, I run into some older, um, older men who cannot even think about doing business with a woman. And unfortunately, that's, that's real. So um you know, there's that aspect and then not only am I a woman, but I'm young. So I have to I have to sit there and I have to constantly defend you know, what I'm what I have to bring to the table, which I don't like to do, but um that's literally what you know, what they're asking. But at the end they're so focused on the fact that I'm young and I'm a woman, it doesn't matter what I say, they still don't want to be different.
1: Wow.
2: So how did you overcame that to be successful where you're at right now?
0: Well, the numbers don't lie, right? Like, references don't lie. So documenting and, and providing almost a case um, that you can showcase, like, on a website or, or something like that, like, um, people should refer you. Now, you know, now I really just work off of people referring. Um, I, You know, this is a relationship business just like anything else. And if I'm going to represent a company, that company wants to know that I'm going to take good care of their brand. So most of the time, like, I have to have a relationship, um, you know, with, with the other party. And honestly, like, I don't, while there was probably good money in those deals, I don't want to work with someone that's going to constantly ask me to validate or to defend myself every single month. It's not worth it. It's not the type of person. Wow.
1: Well, okay, that's...
2: That's really that's really deep and true there. And now now of course I gotta switch it up a bit you know, because you know, you what's your business? Why do you think uh what what do you think like many people who you know, you answered about blab being a blab, but why do you think uh you know, many business owners or anyone should be on social media if they want to uh succeed and take their business to the next level?
0: Well, more often than not, you know, now people are Googling businesses and, um, you know, if you don't even have a website, like any plain website, they kind of judge you for it. And if you're not on social media, they kind of judge you for that, too. You know, some people are are searching, instead of going to Google, they'll, they'll go to Facebook or they'll go to Pinterest. And they'll search for your business directly and, and say like, oh look, no, you know, um, that company's not here. Okay, I'm gonna move on to another company that Because so, at the end of the day, like people want accessibility to the brands that they are supporting. So I think the consumers today are literally wanting to create relationships with the brands that they support. You know, brand loyalty is fabulous, but it, it does take work. So, um, you know, social media is like your phone number now, it's, it's like your your email address. You, you have to have it, you know, and people ask, What's the ROI on social media? And I say, What's the ROI on your cell phone number? What's the ROI on your phone? you can't like you literally have to be on social media now and um and, and that's that's just the way it is. Now how you are on how often what kind of content what your, what your persona is out there, like that's the question so now that you're there, who are you right and and can you live up to what you
1: see?
0: um and that's why I go back to being self aware and understanding what your you know, your value is all
1: right
2: now uh mm-hmm. now q uh since you since you host your own show. I, I give the people who are podcasters, broadcasters, or the former to ask me a question on the show, so I'm going to allow you to ask me a question. Here.
0: Um, you know, what drives you to um, interview people like myself um, who are in, in, in similar spaces? Like what, what drives you to learn from, from others?
2: Um, what drives me to learn from others who are successful in in the right way is, uh, you know, is for me, people who who don't uh, backstab people in the back to get to success. Those who are those who care about others, and those who are willing to work hard to get to their dreams for the better uh, without taking the shortcut. Now now that's the reason why I that drives me to interview people who are who are successful in the correct way and who didn't who are not uh you know quote unquote jerks in the sense you know to the point of where if they if if I know that if they're I know that they're going to continuously be great at their work and make money for you know, without without sacrifice Sacrificing the morals or, or like backstabbing people, you know, that's that's what that's what motivates me to interview people like you and many others who are successful the correct way.
1: Well, no, I, I, oh, did,
2: I, did I cut out? Good. All right, yeah. So, um, all I was saying is, uh, what i was saying is that what that's what drives me to like to succeed, you know, to interview people like you and other people who are successful the correct way, awesome. you know, to interview on my show. I
1: Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And and I I know a lot of you one more me question. <laughs> um, yeah, one more question.
0: All right. Let's see. What kind of difference do you think live streaming can make on um on humans on people?
1: It how's makes that? you more aware of the world I mean how's that
2: well, for example like 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 right now many people are watching mm-hmm. the live recording right now and and the fact that, you know, you, you get the chance to uh, interact with people from different parts of the world, like, for example, I'm I'm going to name out some people, uh, you know, who lives in Australia, like Sarah Moore, uh, Sarah Moore, uh, mm-hmm. Adele De Meyer, those guys. You know, you're, you're more aware of them because you know that, like right now, you know that it's, it's probably like around six-something right now in the morning there, well, it's three something here, in, you know, in in Central uh, Texas. In, it's, it's like daytime here, but well, it's Saturday over there. So it it makes me more aware. W- before that, you wouldn't have known that. You wouldn't know. You would have been more focused on on what's going on here, without understanding much about what's going like what's going on over there. But since like last year, like now, I know that I have uh, friends in different parts of the world, and you could say that you're friends with with. Uh, but made people from different parts of the world too, so that's yeah, a, I mean, that's that's part of my um
0: the relationships over um platforms like you know Twitter or whatever. Um, you know, to another level because you know, we're we're able to actually see them, you know, necessarily really like, um, you know, jumping on a sky call earlier you know, because we tweet every single day, but like we can blab every single day. I mean, I literally talk to people that I tweet with or you know, blab with more than my students, so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> platform, yeah. Definitely. Now, now
2: uh,
1: I'm gonna say three more questions before I open up the
2: seat uh, to those are watching this this interview live, and also, and also like you know those that are gonna be listening to this. Uh, if you had the opportunity to interview anyone you admired, past or present, you know, on your show, um, who that
1: would that would definitely be. be
0: Princess Diana. Um, you
1: know.
0: Her, the loss of Princess Diana affected people. Um, It affected me uh, greatly. I felt like, you know, everybody has their story. You know, I felt like she was having this internal struggle, being having to be something that she just truly didn't want to be. Um, which I can definitely relate to, but she had to overcome some things but yet she's still focused on you know, doing good and making You know, and, and that just goes to show that you know you can um have all these troubles at or, home or internal struggles, but yet you know there's no excuse for not being able to give or um not being able to help others and you know. so it's was definitely a very incredible thing in I would have
1: all right
2: now where can our people uh find out more about so, um uh, i am YouTube monique
0: right? hoffman on facebook or linkedin the brand is pretty much every platform out there um so that's what i was saying about platforms but um you know twitter instagram snapchat um, google plus
1: so
0: um you, know, you, can, you can really find me anywhere. Q is my website, has information about um marketing therapy, which um is live every Tuesday, uh, four thirty PM CST, C seven thirty um eastern standard time and um yeah let me you know, check back at my facebook page or i'm not sorry facebook but my website for you know, updates and, and then follow on the appropriate channels all right well q
2: well i want to say thank you for taking the time time of your busy schedule to be on the show uh do you have any final words for our audience no
0: I, I just like to thank you all for having me on i know that um you had mentioned that you you usually uh take on guests that you have uh, known for quite some time and um i know that I, we haven't known each other for quite some time but i always appreciate um, you know your words when I see you jump in a seat, and um, I appreciate the opportunity to reach out to you and the fans here at the museum. And uh, I just like to say that we uh, really need to build a community of people that have integrity and honesty and, and loyalty for and support for each other. Because you know, even if we're in competition, there's no reason why we can't support each other in a very civil manner. And um, you know, I'm hoping that. You, you know, the hate and and all that can really stop because it's it's taking up energy that we really shouldn't be exerting. and um, supporting others and and loving each other is definitely something that is uh, much more powerful and easier on the uh, easier on the body when you're not stressing out so um, definitely have to build a community of of people that are willing to um, stand up to the garbage (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love you already. Uh thanks. Thank you again, Q uh, for for being on the show. Well everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Q Bren. Uh she basically brought a lot of uh value to this to this uh, show, especially the fact that you know we keep each other up every time, you know, to succeed for the better and not tear each other down. Please follow her on Twitter at Q- brand and also visit the website at www.qthebrand.com, and also follow the blog at q the brand and listen to the show marketing therapy as well. just just to let you know us, uh, you know before that you you know, cutting in and answer to that Princess Diana the person she'll wanted to interview on her show. So just to let you know that. Well hopefully this is live you can uh visit you can listen to it again on uh, www.blownme.com forward slash podcast 2 that's where you're gonna see all of the latest episodes from this from this interview and other interviews and also you can see uh the you know the next hour uh, recordings of this show on the live streaming platform called blab so please uh, visit my website at my via company www.blownme.com. Uh, Forward slash um, podcast uh, dash two. Now, just to let you know, the back the game. Just let you know the back of the background here. Just coming to you again from the Flying Saucer here in uh, downtown Houston, and the national championship game has just begun. So that's the reason why it's about to get loud, as you just heard right now. So. Uh, check out the show. Uh, the, uh, blog, you know, What's the word again? Well, thank you again uh, for joining me on What's the Word. The show that's about to find out what uh, inspires in their respective My name is Siobhan John. Be real and be independent. I'm going to see you guys on Wednesday at uh, 3 p.m. Central Time with a special uh, show with uh guest, Gabriel Yochum in regards to the community manage- management. And community management Appreciation day coming up at 9. I'm uh, really good. So, please like the love for the show. Great. Eat, eat be real and be independent. And I leave you now. Mr. Earl called call Just Be. I will see you guys later.